parental discretion advised. So don't move your motherfucking switch. You retarded. This civilian talk. If you listen to that bullshit, that ain't even smart. Have you spewing out fake news? Get you ripped apart. But this is Mr. P.I. and this civilian talk. Hey. Yo, yo, yo. It's your boy, Mr. P.I. Coming straight at you. Bring you that civilian talk. Please wake up American news. Because if we don't wake up today, we may not have an America to wake up to tomorrow. You feel me? Listen, man, we got a crisis going on, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Crisis? What crisis? Y'all know what crisis. Crisis on the fucking border and shit. We letting in all these motherfucking illegals and shit. You know what I'm saying? And uh, they coming over this joint. And you know what I'm saying? They literally are becoming incels inside of the United States. We're letting in immigrants. They talking about they trying to run from oppression. And they're really helping the oppressors and shit. Yeah, it's next level fucking uh mind fuckery y'all you know what i'm saying but listen you know what i'm saying we got motherfucking uh uh migrants coming across the border at record pace you know what i'm saying i don't know if y'all just heard about the boulder colorado shooter and shit you know what i'm saying uh man that shit gonna be crazy we gonna get into all that shit we got that news coming up we got some tucker for you you know what i'm saying we got some ted cruz you know what i'm saying uh, we even got a story on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter How they actually trying to cover this shit up This boulder shooting up Because a lot of people said Yeah man, I bet you it was a white boy that shot up Even Obama said I bet you it was a white boy Turns out it was a Syrian native You know what I'm saying uh, Immigrant You know what I'm saying Who literally just hated white people and shit Shot 10 white people That's it You know what I'm saying uh, it's really fucking crazy and shit, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we got the, some COVID news, you already know. They passing you your kids now in fucking plastic bags. They don't want you touching your fucking kids and shit. Go figure, you know what I mean? No skin-to-skin contact for your kids. Well, nigga, I will rip my motherfucking clothes off in the middle of a fucking hospital just to get my motherfucking kids skin-to-skin, nigga. And it's gonna happen, you understand what I'm saying? You already know. You know, we got Don Lemon. Criticizing the second amendment Man we got so much shit going on today man This shit is going to be crazy and shit So just make sure you stick around for this whole thing It's going to be shorter than the usual shows and shit We don't have as many articles and shit today Because we're kind of pressing on specific issues and shit So you know what I mean Strap in Get your weed ready Get your lighter handy Get your drink in hand Because it's about to go the fuck down And uh Yeah if you're new to the show man Just open your mind up to being receptive of new information uh keep in mind that you don't know everything and all i'm trying to do is enlighten you to some details about some situations you may not know so i encourage you to fact check me you know what i mean go right behind me everything you hear on this drone fact check it a lot of people do do it and you wouldn't believe the 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 the, the, the turnaround time for people and shit you know what i'm saying people listen to the show they go fact check the shit find out that what i'm saying is actually true and then come back like, yo, bro, thank you for fucking putting me on. You already snow. So don't move your motherfucking switch. You already fucking snow. It's your boy. So we worked together. We stood fast. We held the fucking fort down. We defied all odds. 
You understand what I'm saying? We pump the website. We put the information out. We're giving you the opportunity to wake yourself up. You already know it's your boy, Mr. P.I. Bring you that civilian talk. Please wake up American news because if we don't wake up today, we may not have an America to wake up to tomorrow, and that seems more apparent every day. When you listen to this show, all we're doing is trying to make you realize that there are things happening beyond your control. There are information portals that you don't know about. There is people plotting on your demise as I speak. You understand what I'm saying? All we're trying to do is bring you that information so you can prepare yourself for if and when some bullshit jump off. You understand what I'm saying? Take your motherfucking ass over to civiliantalkpodcast.com right now and learn about what the fuck we talking about. Go to the Word on the Street page. See what the fuck we talking about. You know what I'm saying? Scroll all the way to the bottom of, 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 of the homepage. Look at some of these videos that are very fucking important for the future of you, your kids, your family, my kids, my family, all of our well-being and humanity as a whole. CivilianTalkPodcast.com 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 Please support the show. Please share the show. Please sponsor the show. CivilianTalkPodcast.com You can do all that from CivilianTalkPodcast.com You already fucking snow. It's your boy. Hey, Trump, man, it, listen, man, they're they, they saying you slow, man. Like, w- w- let these motherfuckers know how quick you is, and, 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 and they should really be looking at Joe. You know what I'm saying? White House physicians monitor everything about a president, including his cognitive ability. Most presidents don't talk about that, of course. But this president was happy to, in great detail, when asked by our Dr. Siegel. Watch. I asked the doctor, I said, is there some kind of a cognitive test that I could take? Like you'll go person, woman, man, camera, TV. Could you repeat? Person, woman, man, camera, TV. Could you repeat? Person, woman, man, camera, TV. Could you repeat? Person, woman, man, camera, person, woman, man, camera, TV. And they said, wow, that's amazing. The first questions are very easy. The last questions are much more difficult, like a memory question. Okay, now he's asking you other questions, other questions. And then 10 minutes, 15, 20 minutes later, say, remember the first question? Not the first, but the 10th question. Give us that again. You can do it. And you go, person, woman, man, camera, TV. Wow, that's amazing. Person, woman, man, camera, TV. Could you repeat that? Person, woman, man, camera, TV. Could you repeat that? Person, woman, man, camera, TV. Could you repeat that? Person, woman, man, camera, person, woman, man, camera, TV. And they said, wow, that's amazing. They said, nobody gets it in an order. It's actually not that easy. Person, woman, man, camera, TV. But for me, it was easy. That's not an easy question, and it's okay. If you repeat them out of order, it's okay. They ask it to you, they give you five names, and you have to repeat them. But then when you go back about 20, 25 minutes later, and they say, go back to that question and repeat them. Can you do it? And you go, person, woman, man, camera, TV. Wow, that's amazing. Person, woman, man, camera, TV. Could you repeat that? Person, woman, man, camera, TV. Could you repeat that? Person, woman, man, camera, TV. Could you repeat that?
woman, man, camera, person, woman, man, camera, David, and they said, wow, that's amazing. Oh, what the fuck, bruh? No, we back. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy, man. I love this fucking show, man. Listen, man, nothing pleases me more than doing this show with you guys and shit. You already know. Listen, man. It's fucking ridiculous, right? Nah, man. Uh, it's a crisis at the border. Motherfuckers trying to act like this shit ain't happening. People like, oh, what you hate immigrants? No, motherfucker. You letting in fucking military age men that aren't here to join our fucking military. And believe it or not, some of them are incels that are already part of established militaries and fucking uh, uh, coordinated fucking uh, uh, terrorist groups. You see what I'm saying? It was your motherfuckers like, oh, well, the border, you know, we need the border. Listen, we need the border up, dog. We don't need the border to fuck open. You letting in all these unknown individuals that's leaving their fucking country. They had crimes and shit. They committed all types of whack shit. And y'all niggas is talking about, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, we 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 xenophobic and homophobic, and we don't want, you know, we don't we not cool with immigrants, dog. We all cool with immigrants. You see what I'm saying? We all like immigrants. We all think they're pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? We all think that they deserve a shot to be here. We all think they, but you gotta do it the right way. And cutting corners is not the right way. You can't cut quarters in America if you ain't got the, you know what I'm saying? Well, at least you're not supposed to be able to and shit. I mean, it does happen. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, man. So, we're going to start it off right with the Biden-Bomber administration. You know what I mean? Jim Psaki gets frustrated as multiple reporters slam her over the border crisis. Now, understand that Jim Psaki is, is an undergimp, and she's always going to be an undergimp. You know what I'm saying? I just found out that she was an undergimp in the Obama administration and shit. Go figure. Wow. You know what I'm saying? But she's a fucking undergimp, and everybody taking their frustrations out on Plucky Duck. You know what I mean? When the whole time, Plucky is just out there to be, you know what I'm saying? She's just the one to take the heat when, you know, the president or the vice president won't do it and shit. Same as uh, uh, Kaylee, uh, 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 the previous motherfucking press secretary and shit. They used to give her, they used to slam her all day long. Bitch, you ugly, bitch. You kid, you a xenophobe, homophobe. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pretty sure sometimes this bitch was, you know, ready to slap the shit out of some people coming into work and shit. You know what I'm saying? But Jen, she just seems to... You know, just try to come up with the next excuse for, you know, the Joe's been hiding in the crew and shit. You already know. So let's check it out. Go ahead. Thank you, Jen. I just kind of want to pick up on uh, sure. Mary's questioning over there. Is uh, the White House or DHS instructing border agents to refuse ride-along requests from reporters? Because that's what a Put lot your of motherfucking lighters up. Uh, 
again, I think we've seen, uh, watching a number of the reports you all do, a number of Border Patrol uh, officials who are quoted in them, who are appear in them, and certainly from the White House, we support that. It's coordinated through the Department of Homeland Security, and I'd point you to them for any additional questions about the logistics of press access. We'll circle back. I mean, our reporters used to be able to get ride-alongs during the Trump administration. <laughs> you all came in and promised to be the most truthful and transparent administration, and, and you all, you know, oversee the Department of Homeland Security. So if you all wanted to grant access to the press, couldn't you just tell DHS to do it? Again, yes, we they fully could. support transparency, and I would encourage you to talk to the Department of Homeland Security about any requests you have for press access or uh, what you're looking to accom uh, accomplish at the border. Okay, oh, oh, one good. question. And, you know, one of the biggest criticisms of the Trump administration's Remain in Mexico policy was that it overwhelmed all these border towns in Mexico and created pretty dangerous living conditions for these migrants. And so now you have the exact same thing happening. Even though you all have reversed, rescinded that policy, these border towns are overwhelmed and the president is saying, do not come. So how is the situation on the ground in Mexico any different? Well, the situation on the ground is certainly challenging, in part because we inherited a dismantled system that wasn't prepared for False uh, processing asylum requests. This bitch is a whole stone cold Steve Austin ass fraud and shit. Yeah, you know I'm saying she, 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 fucking Jen's uh, cold fraud Austin and shit. You know what I'm saying? This bitch. Plucky Duck is fucking, just, oh my God. I don't see how this bitch can sleep at night, dog, on some real shit. Um, that had left in place um, uh, the Remain in Mexico program where uh, people were in a camp that was um, did not have the conditions that we felt. <laughs> well, I, I think what I'm conveying to you is that we are less than 60 days, about 60 days in. Uh, we are working to... Uh, re to repair what has been an unprepared and dismantled system. It's going to take some time. Uh, our policy is that we're obviously going to um, continue to um, uh, uh, make sure we're working through we'll our laws back. Um, and the border is not open. But we also, uh, as you know, have, um, have changed our policy to approach it in a more humane way and keep kids safe. And uh, that requires uh, putting in place more effective and efficient processing at the border. It's going to take some time. Time. We're working through it. Every day we have uh, new steps and new improvements we're taking to make the system more efficient and effective. So is there a limit or a cap to the number of unaccompanied minors that are going to be allowed into the U.S.? Uh, a limit or a cap? Yeah. Should, so should we send some kids who are 10 back at a certain point? Is that what you're asking me? I'm, I'm not setting the policy here. I'm just asking you what the Biden administration's policy is. Is there a limit to the number of, of children that will be allowed in? I mean, the numbers we're hearing now, 565 on average every day. I, I'm just curious what the what the end game is here, how many ultimately would be allowed in. Unlimited. Where, where we are is we're focused on nigga. some of the very specific numbers. So uh, when we came into office, um, there existed about 13,000 permanent beds in HHS or permanent and influx shelter system facilities uh, during the last administration. Thousands of these beds, approximately half were taken offline due to COVID. Staffing was also reduced to put it on par uh, with the new reduced capacity. Uh, this was sufficient for the prior, prior administrations, is how we got here, <laughs> because they were expelling children, in addition to families and single adults. We decided, as you all know, that we will be more humane about how we approach this. Uh, there wasn't operational capacity built. Uh, the prior administration also did not consider that there 
there were other mitigation efforts like masking and pre ventilation. Wow. They worried about masking when it's niggas sleeping on top of niggas. <coughs> okay. All right. Send them back. No, 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 no. Let's just pack them all into this dissension center. Let's get more into the states. Don't send them back. Let's get more into the states and shit, you know. Oh, why, 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 why would we send them back and shit? You know what I mean? Uh, you know, they crossed the border illegally. Yeah, but that's not a crime. A legal border crossing is not a crime. Well, why does the crime start with illegal border crossing if it's not a crime and shit? I mean, go fucking figure and shit. Plucky Duck is the worst fucking spin artist we ever seen on fucking camera ever, nigga. If you ever was about to get in some trouble, do not. I repeat, do not go get fucking Plucky Duck to fucking talk for you and shit. Like, if she was a lawyer, her, her, her fucking record would be like, oh, and unlimited. Because Plucky is, is, is not a good spin artist. This is not the job for her. She belongs, she's, uh, her family's under gimps. You know what I'm saying? She belongs as a gimp to a press secretary, not a press secretary. You know what I'm saying? Cohorting and other measures that would contain the spread of COVID. There's now revised CDC guidance, which means there's greater capacity in these facilities where we can expedite children, uh, expedite getting children into them. Uh, there are we are taking steps to ensure that when kids come to the border, we look and see if they have a phone number in their pocket so we can call the family member and get them to those family members as quickly as possible. These are the steps uh, that we're taking at this point in time. Our policy continues to be we're not going to send a 10 year old back across the border. That was the policy of the last administration. That's not our policy here. Go ahead. Is the, if unintentionally in your commitment to mm -hmm. keep these young, uh, these children under 17 or 17 under safe, <clears throat> if unintentionally is the U.S. government incentivizing parents to send yes. children across the border yes. alone because yes. that is their best chance yes. to enter and stay in the United States? Well, that certainly you heard the president say in this interview that he conducted that he uh, is encouraging people not to come. Now is not the time to come. This is not a safe journey for people to take of any age. And he believes, as he talked about last night, that uh, no parent is looking and just trying to make a bet uh, on whether their kid can kind of make it. This is a very difficult and treacherous journey. Most of these kids are fleeing uh, very challenging circumstances. And his view is that there's a number of steps we need to take and steps that he hopes he can work with Democrats and Republicans on. So that's his goal. How's that message communicated to the fact we heard him obviously mm -hmm. in the interview? How is that message being communicated by the U.S. government to those thousands, perhaps tens of thousands, who are already in the midst of this dangerous journey that they're making to the border right now and they are not receiving that message? The thousands of children or the thousands of families? Children families, People. adults, all of them, all the in-between that our teams People. from Telemundo and other reporters on the ground are meeting. Well, we convey with every official that speaks. Ali Mayorkas, uh, Secretary Ali Mayorkas did an interview just yesterday. Uh, we've heard, you've heard Roberta Jacobson speak to this and a range of officials beyond them. We're speaking directly with countries, working in partnership with them, speaking directly through channels that are in the region, that now is not the time to come. The border is not open. This is a treacherous journey. The vast majority... Please don't forget that Biden literally said <laughs> when I'm elected president, rush the border and shit. Now he talking about some, oh, stop, folks, stop, folks. Nah, bro. It's just something don't smell right here. This doesn't pass the smell test. This is human trafficking at its finest, bro. The majority of people will be certainly sent back uh, on their journey. And that's the message we're sending. 
it seems maybe it's a mixed message that's received right now, but initially Alejandro Mayorkas said, don't come now, mm -hmm. right? And then we heard from the president saying, don't come, that the U.S. is in the process of setting up this system so that in your own home country you can apply for asylum. Yeah. So, so how, how do you... It appears to be a mixed message, or it's received as a mixed message, which is don't come now, come later, and others don't come at all. Well, I think this is a no doubt a complicated circumstance, and what we are trying to do is address this in uh, an effective and humane manner, and uh, that requires uh, putting in place additional policies and measures. You referenced one of them, which is reinstituting the uh, the uh, CAM program, which would allow kids to apply uh, from their home country. That is certainly a positive. Reinstituting means it was. Uh uninstituted i wonder who did that with an executive order uh i think his name start with a j and his last name is ben hyden so if you do, do, do i want to solve the puzzle please joe's ben hyden correct you are the winner yeah, joe's ben hyden is a piece of shit an option <clears throat> We are hoping that can be uh, happen soon. I don't have an exact timeline for you, but it, we uh, we would like to put that circle back back in place. It was a program that was already in place and was ended in 2017. So that's an example. We want to build uh, on beyond that so we can have programs where it, it ensures that kids are not taking this difficult journey, that they have other choices and other options. But I was also, and this will take some more time, but we're, we're going to keep seeing these cycles, which we've seen. This is not. Yeah, we're going to keep seeing them because they keep encouraging them. I mean, one plus one equal 12. The first cycle, 2014, 2015, <laughs> these numbers have been increasing since April of 2020 of last year. Unless we work together, Democrats and Republicans, to address the root causes, there have been policies and bills the president worked with then with now Senator with Senator Lindsey Graham as an example on a on a bill to try to give more funding to uh, address the root causes in these countries. Give more funding to address the root causes in these countries. Wow. As if y'all not giving these countries enough of our fucking taxpayer dollars. But hey, man, that shit don't matter, right? You know what I'm saying? You lag, you lag, you $5 man. You want $5 more to go to uh, child sex trafficking on Southern Baltimore. Yes, you. You know, Project Veritas obtains never before seen images inside Texas detention facility. Yes, my man James O'Keefe does it again. Because these motherfuckers wouldn't let the press inside the motherfucking uh, 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 kids in cages facility and shit. And it's no longer kids in cages, although it's still the same cages that the kids was in and there are still kids in them. But they're called detention facilities now. I mean, uh, wow. I'm on the ground in Donna, Texas. If you want to take a look at this facility right here, to your left, that is the Border Patrol tent facility. Stands right behind me. Just a month ago, Customs and Border Patrol agents completed the construction of that facility. It's a 165,000 square foot facility. And we have never seen images inside this facility before. They won't even allow the nonprofit lawyers who conduct the actual oversight of these immigration detention centers to go inside. Nobody has wow. seen photos inside of this place. <laughs> Until now, Project Veritas has obtained never-before-seen photographs of mm. what it actually looks like wow. inside this facility. They got mylar blankets. Images 
showing people wrapped up in what looks like metal foil, laying on the ground, blankets. their faces covered. <coughs> Why won't the administration be honest about this? Why won't they show you these images? Have a because. Man to leave. Where would the press? They don't want to be condemned and shit. <sighs> told us it's private property, but you know what isn't private property? Airspace. We're going to fly to Cirrus right over the top of the detention center to get a better look. Airspace is not private property, so we're flying a thousand feet. There's the facility right there. You can see it. There it is. We're flying over the facility to give you a good vantage point. There are the tents. Hey man, does it again. They got a bus. That's them joints pulling in and out and shit all During crazy. During press conference, the press secretary <clears throat> was asked a question why they haven't released these images. They got images. a single guard at the front. released any images that you obviously could, could redact if you wanted to. Again, we, we remain committed to sharing with all of you uh, data on the number of kids crossing uh, the... Uh, the she dodged the question, saying, quote, And we remain committed to transparency. I don't have an update for you on the timeline. Timeline, end quote. Well... Press Secretary of the White House, let Project Veritas do your job for you. Just last night, we have now obtained these photos inside this facility. Now, these photos are very, very grim. <sighs> wow. Boy, laying on his face. Photos, Project Veritas has also learned that these were taken, these <coughs> photographs were taken in the last few days. There are eight I know it's rapes and all types of shit happening in that gym. In each facility, at any given moment, there are an average of 3,000 people in custody inside this detention center. Now, the pod has eight cells that are currently holding 600, that's 600 unaccompanied juvenile males aged 7 to 17. Wow. They're separated by age or physical size, depending on the room. 50 of the individuals in, inside this facility were covid positive in these cells there have been multiple sexual assaults inside this facility uh normal assaults and daily medical emergencies this border crisis does not appear to be slowing down in fact we've just obtained new leaked documents as well from another insider this one inside the department of homeland security it says the document was prepared by the u.s customs and border protection office of intelligence it warns of a potential central american-based caravan coming our way in less than two weeks on March 30th. It says, Same page, in the days leading up to March 30th, <clears throat> and should a caravan form, CPB personnel in the region will work closely with and maintain constant communications with CBP, Customs and Border Patrol. Now, every car that drives by is beeping at us. A lot of people giving us the middle finger here. A lot of people are not happy that we are filming or we are recording or asking questions about this facility. Not only did our DHS, that's Department of Homeland Security Insider, leak us these documents, the Insider also secretly recorded in a private DHS Q&A session, Alejandro Mayorkas commenting on what he thinks is happening at the border, and you can hear this quote from Alejandro talking about the new administration and the decision not to expel unaccompanied children. The new administration made a decision not to expel unaccompanied children, and... Um, uh, we are addressing uh, a significant increase uh, in uh, the encounters uh, with uh, unaccompanied children in between the ports of entry. Here's a Customs and Border Patrol van. These are minors aged 7 to 17 inside the van. He's waving at us right now. The people that are being accompanied in this facility, according to what Project Veritas has learned, uh, between the ages of, of 7 and 17, 
males, 600 unaccompanied juveniles. As you can see, we're on the corner of South International and Rio Grande Street, mm. uh, just south of Donna, Texas, north of the Mexican border. We were just there uh, at the bridge. We really appreciate the brave insider who worked <laughs> with us on this story. The public has a right to know that we're going to create an army of whistleblowers and insiders. You can reach out to us at Veritas Tips. That's V-E-R-I-T-A-S Tips at ProtonMail.com. Some extraordinary images here. The uh, security guard is telling us to leave. Pissed. He's so pissed. Yeah, he looked tight. He over there like, you motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Project Veritas does it again and shit, man. They always pulling the motherfucking rabbit out the hat, man. Shout out to motherfucker James O'Keefe for sure. You already fucking snow, man. And niggas be thinking it's a fucking game, but it's really not fucking a game at all and shit. And the left think it's funny, but it's really not funny, man. It's just like, it's, 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 it's just systematically getting worse and shit. And what's going to end up happening is, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, it's going to be the American people that's going to suffer in the long run and shit because, you know, our jobs are going to be taken, you know what I'm saying, our, you know, livelihoods, our, you know, our security, you know what I'm saying, shit, essentially your kid get your sex trafficked. You know what I'm saying? These people coming up here doing the same shit they was doing in their country because that's what people was doing in their country, but... That shit not lit, you know what I'm saying? Like, coming up here and maintaining the same lifestyle you live down there is not what it is. You know what I'm saying? That's not that's not what it's hitting for and shit. So, you already fucking snow. It's absolutely disgusting, but <clears throat> we're going to slide over to my man Mark Dyson shit. And it's not funny. It's really not. It's really not, Mark. Tell us why it's not funny. The Harris administration finally released photos from inside the migrant detention centers down at the border after months of denying journalists access because, well, since the Democrats refused to allow President Trump to complete the border wall, there's been a record number of illegals surging into our country because they know that old Joe is going to just grant them citizenship. And some people are wondering about the conditions of these facilities due to the obvious overcrowding, but... The uh, Harris administration refused to acknowledge that it was a crisis, just calling it a situation. And they finally released some photos showing what Project Veritas showed us the day before. Because Project Veritas obtained some photos from a source inside the facilities showing that it's never been this bad. And when Project Veritas announced that they had the photos and then they were going to be releasing them the next day, then what a surprise! The next morning, Axios, another one of these newer online outlets that's funded with tens of millions of dollars from liberal donors and investors, decided to release some photos that they had that they were sitting on and tried to scoop Project Veritas. Axios figured since the cat's going to get let out of the bag, they might as well publish the story instead of sitting on the photos any longer and then scoop Project Veritas and get some clicks and ad revenue instead. Then when President Kamala was asked if she's going to go down to the border and tour the facilities to see what the heck's going on down there with her own eyes, she laughed. <laughs> Do you plan to visit the border? Cackling. Uh, um... Not today, <laughs> but um, I have before and I'm sure I will again. Remember when that gigantic caravan came across the border under the Trump administration and the centers got pretty crowded and all the Democrats were complaining about it and Alexander Ocasio-Cortez hopped on a plane and flew down there and broke down into tears and became a meme? Well, of course, I mean, you would think that she's absolutely furious about it happening again, especially under the Harris administration, right? Uh, no. 
No, because by condemning it, she would be acknowledging that it exists, and Democrats don't do that to problems, and she doesn't want to tip off her millions of Twitter followers about the problem, because they're so out of touch that they have no idea what's going on. And since the photos have been published and are going viral through social media, the Democrats are having a hard time explaining <clears throat> what's happening, so maybe they should listen to one of the migrants explain. Would you have tried to do this when Donald Trump was president? Definitely not. Definitely. We had the chance, you know, the, the same violence that's going on today was there last year. We used to watch the, the news and uh, I, I definitely won't do this. So did you come here? So the nigga literally said, nigga, I, I definitely wouldn't be coming here if Trump was still the man and shit. If Trump was still the man, I wouldn't be coming through this motherfucker. And we actually going to play the full admission and shit after this uh you know, Mark Dice video and shit, but you know what I'm saying? Uh yeah, bro. It's it's it's, it's <laughs> motherfuckers, man. Y'all love being asleep, man. Y'all love playing sleep. Y'all ain't even really sleep, some of y'all. Y'all just playing sleep, so y'all ain't gotta deal with the reality of, you know what I'm saying, uh your world being literally fucking turned upside down into upside down world but i mean shit man who who, who am i i'm just mr pi right you know what i'm saying i don't know shit because joe biden was elected <laughs> president basically basically uh the main thing was the violence in my country and the second thing uh, i think was joe biden I, you know uh, it's like a letting up my hope half of them are wearing biden shirts and then that other group said that old joe gave him 100 days to get here I mean, again, how the fuck do migrants in Guatemala get Joe Biden fucking 2020 shirts? How? How does that happen? Nigga, Guatemala is below Mexico. So that means somebody with ties to the Joe Biden administration is below Mexico giving out motherfucking shirts to, you know, motherfuckers migrating to America and shit. Like, whoo. Whoa. I mean, whoa. 81 million people, though, right? Y'all right. I want for my people. I just want patience. Again, this motherfucker, I mentioned him last uh, episode and shit. How is it an African, an African, stone cold African and shit, coming up through Honduras to get to America? How the fuck does that happen? Shit, the better question is, how the fuck did he pay to get from Africa to Honduras? Like, you know what I'm saying? With that mean, if he got money like that, you should be able to just fly. You shouldn't have to, you know, come with a migrant. You should be able to get you a visa, all that shit, right? Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, what the, I mean, the fuck? Am I the only one, like, literally trying, like, rubbing his eyes, trying to fucking figure out what the fuck going on, or? Is the rest of society with me? Y'all with me? Please be with me. That old Joe gave him 100 days to get here. I want for my people, I just want patience and peace that we can get to the U.S. because they're having a new president. Where's Biden? He's going to help all of us. He's given us 100 days to get to the U.S. and give us legal mental paper so we can get a better life for our kids and family. But never forget how the liberal media reacted when the facilities <clears throat> became a little overcrowded under the Trump administration. 
Well, the images suggest those of concentration camps. The Statue of Liberty, I think, is weeping right now. There's no denying that this is an incredibly complex humanitarian issue that's, of course, made even more difficult by the fact that we're dealing with this in the midst of a pandemic. He will be forever remembered as the president who traumatized little children. A lot of these children are part of a problem that the Biden administration inherited from the Trump administration. The system is broken inside of the country. Increasingly, Donald Trump Trump is turning this nation into Nazis. Germany and turning these into concentration camps. I call this a concentration camp for kids. Obviously, this is a problem that the Biden administration inherited from the Trump administration. Babies in jail, babies in baby cages. Challenges facing U.S. border patrol and no migrant more. surge. Wow. Babies in jail. A very, very tough situation that the Biden administration now needs to contend with. Something that's very difficult for the federal government to deal with at the border. Children are being marched away to showers. Another being marched away to showers, just like the Nazis. You have a lot of border agents, you know, the union was very pro-Trump, who are now starting to just leak out videos anonymously, which can be very dangerous where we don't know where things are coming from. We begin this afternoon with the wails of children. Oh, my God. Fox News decided to call President Trump to get his assessment on the situation and the latest instance of the Democrats' hypocrisy and then decided to embarrass themselves by finishing it like this. Before I let you go, just real quickly, most presidents, ex-presidents like yourself, do not weigh in at this level. Why did you feel like you needed to on this issue? Well, you called me. I didn't call you, in all fairness. But <laughs> Classic mm. Trump, but there's another answer to that question, uh, and that's because... Both of them. Fucking Trump is the man, yo. She like, yeah, well, I just wanna know, you know what I'm saying? Why why did you feel the need to to let us know your side of the story? He like, well, y'all call me. I mean, like, I mean, to be off be fair, y'all call me. I ain't call y'all. Like, <laughs> yo, Trump, man, that's why I appreciate it, boy, man. Joe's been hiding, none of that, man. So quickly. Most presidents, ex-presidents like yourself, do not weigh in at this level. Why did you feel like you needed to on this issue? Well, you called me. I didn't call you, in all fairness. But <laughs> Classic Trump. But there's another answer to that question. And uh, uh, both Obama and George W. Bush broke the long-standing unwritten rule that former presidents do not publicly weigh in on the current <clears throat> administration. They just go off into retirement, or they do some charity work, or when they have public appearances, it's about kind of general topics, they never criticized the current administration. That had been a long-standing rule for decades, perhaps even longer, but Obama and George W. Bush, Skull and Bones member, of course, third-generation Skull and Bones, just couldn't keep their mouth shut and continuously complained about President Trump. So since not just one, but two former presidents from two different parties decided to put an end to that long-standing tradition, I guess that means that President Trump is free to Throw his two cents in on various issues, oh, which crazy. is great considering rumor they has set the it president. that he may be the returning president. to social media in the next few months. And let's not forget Beto O'Rourke's genius idea from when he thought he was going to become the next president for preventing this crisis from happening in the first place. Uh. Um, you know, would you, if you could, would you take the wall down now? Here. Yes. Like you have a wall. Absolutely. Knock it down. I'd take the wall and down. And do you think the city, you think if, this, if there's a referendum here in this city, that would pass? I do. Here's what we know. Um...
If you read Pat Buchanan's Nothing. book, The Death of the West, Nothing. or you know about the New World Order, then you understand what's happening. <clears throat> yep. President Trump was holding the dam back from bursting, and since he's no longer there, well, the end of America is upon us. Flood. There are various sociological models that explain what's happening to the United States right now, like the Titler Cycle, which identifies the various different phases that a society goes through uh, from its beginning to its ultimate collapse. For example, it starts off under bondage, under a king, or under a fascist ruler, and then people have faith that they could stop it, then they have the courage to, then they get liberty, they get their freedom, then they have an abundance, then they become selfish, Complacency, yeah. apathy, apathy sets in. dependence, dependence, and then bondage. The Tyler cycle. And then you cycle back into bondage. But instead of talking about the crisis at the border, or God forbid, securing it, the Democrats on Capitol Hill are talking about making Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico states. I mean, heck, might as well throw Guam in there <clears> at this point. <throat> if yeah. you don't know what the globalists plan... And fucking, uh, uh, what's the name of that, John? Uh, uh, U.S. Samoa. You know what I mean? You might as well fucking throw that shit in there, too, and shit. The, 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 the country all the way on the backside of the planet that nobody get to look at. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, bro, and you already know Mark Dice was about to go into the fact that, you know, you got 99 cents and shit. But if you got it for him, man, you already know. Hook your boy up with 99 cents. Slide over to civiliantalkpodcast.com. You know what I mean? Slide down the page. You're going to see a nice little donation button over there. It's going to have $3 already ready for you. You know what I'm saying? You go ahead, hit that joint and shit, man, and hook us up. If you want to send us a direct donation, all you got to do is go to PayPal.com or open your PayPal account and hook us up at Mr. PI55 and shit. If you got cash at me, you want to, you know what I mean, keep the show flowing and shit, help us get motherfucking better giveaways and prizes for giveaways and shit, you know what I'm saying? Then slide over to Cash App and hit us up at Mr. PI fifty five. You already know, man. This year all the proceeds go to the show. You see how we expanding. You see how we expanding. You know what I'm saying? We ain't taking y'all bread and just being like, oh, this our bread. No, this shit for the show. You already know. Uh, watch Border Crosser admit he definitely wouldn't have come under the Trump administration. Uh, Brazilian migrant says he brought his family to the U.S. because Biden is the president. You know, a migrant who recently crossed the U.S.-Mexico border admitted on camera that he would not have bought his family from Brazil while Donald Trump was president. ABC correspondent Martha Raditz uh, traveled to the southern border to report on a historic surge of illegal aliens unfolding under Biden administration. Raddus interviewed a Brazilian man who had entered the U.S. via Mexico with his wife and three kids before they were bused to a Catholic charity shelter in uh, Tucson, Arizona, uh, along with 55 other migrants. The man told ABC News he was inspired to make the journey because Joe's been hiding is now president. Uh, ABC, Martha, to a legal alien who crossed the border, would you have tried to do this when Donald Trump was the president? Illegal. Definitely not. You know what I'm saying? Raditz. Uh, did you come here because Joe Biden was elected president? Well, illegal. Basically. This significant surge coming after President Biden ended Donald Trump's so-called remain in Mexico policy, requiring asylum seekers to wait there for their court proceedings. Since then, many of those tent cities along the Mexican border have emptied out as people start streaming in. 
We were there when a bus of 56 asylum seekers arrived at Casa Alitas, a Catholic charity shelter in Tucson. Men, pregnant women and children stepping off the bus with only what they could carry. This father, who asked that we not show his face, traveled to Mexico from Brazil with his wife and three young kids before crossing the border. Would you have tried to do this when Donald Trump was president? Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely. We had the chance. You know, Definitely the, the not. The same violence that is going on today was there last year. We used to watch the, the news and uh, I definitely won't do this. So did you come here because Joe Biden was elected president? Basically. Basically. Uh, the main thing was the violence in my country. And the second thing, I think, was Joe Biden. And the second thing, I, I think, was Joe Biden. Uh, we wouldn't have tried under Trump administration. Uh, the first uh, Democratic primary debate, Biden says when he is president, illegal migrants should immediately surge the border. We keep playing this shit over and over and over. Let's do it. Biden, as a presidential candidate in 2008, you supported the border wall saying, unlike most Democrats, I voted for 700 miles of fence. This is what you said. Then you serve as vice president in an administration that deported three million people the most ever in U.S. history. Will you do anything to prevent those deportations? I mean, you've been asked this question before and refused to answer, so let me try once again. Are, are, are you prepared to say tonight that you and President Obama made a mistake about deportations? Why should Latinos trust you? What Latinos should look at is comparing this president to the president we have is outrageous. Number one, we didn't lock people up in cages. We didn't separate families. We didn't do all of those things. Wow. Talk about lying to your face. I mean, I mean, y'all motherfuckers, you lag. You lag $5 men. You know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas, man. But the shit remains a conspiracy theory. Where's the... I should look at is... Comparing this president to the president we have is outrageous, number one. We didn't lock people up in cages. We didn't separate families. We didn't do all of those things, number one. Number two, number two, by the time this is the president who came along with the DACA program. No one had ever done that before. This is the president who sent a le legislation to the desk saying he wants to find a pathway for the 11 million undocumented in the United States of America. This is the president who's done a great deal. So I'm proud to have served with him. What I would do as president is several more things because things have changed. I would, in fact, make sure that there is, we immediately surge to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. They deserve to be heard. That's who we are. We're a nation that says if you want to flee and you're fleeing oppression. Yo, Bernie looked up like, whoop, whoop. Oh, he fucked up. Oh, bop. He fucked up. Oh, Joe, you're fucking up. Up. Oh, Wouldn't happen under my administration. Nope. You should come. I would change the order that the president just changed, saying women who were being beaten and abused could no longer claim that as a reason for asylum. And by the way, retrospectively, you know, the 25th anniversary of the Violence Against Women Act is up. The Republican Congress has not reauthorized it. Let's put pressure on them to pass the Violence Against Women Act now. But yeah, but you, you didn't answer the question. Well, the I, I did answer. Did you, make you didn't answer the question. You didn't.
No, did you make a mistake with those? From the past, the Violence Against Women Act now. But yeah, but you, you didn't answer the question. Well, the question did did you the make question. A, no, did you make a mistake with those deportations? The president did the best thing that was able to be done at the How about time. you? I'm the vice president of the United States. Uh, Secretary Castro. You know what I'm saying? Got him out of here. You know what I'm saying? That's because Joe's been hiding. Uh, be fucking up, you know what I'm saying? And that's exactly why he be hiding and shit, you know what I'm saying? One plus one equals Joe's been hiding, you know what I'm saying? I mean, wow, you know, wow. Mm. Look over there. What's that? I'll tell you what it is. It's the end of America. Hope y'all niggas got a couple dollars. Hope y'all got some gold, some silver. Hope y'all got some water, some water filtration. Hope you got some storable foods, which reminds me, I need to grab up on a little bit more of them and storable foods right fast. You know what I'm saying? Like, dog, I'm telling you, man. It's, 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 y'all niggas is, you know, I mean, bro, it's not a fucking joke. It's not a game. Tucker reacts to being told to use the term Harris, uh, Biden Harris administration. I mean, I thought it was interesting. Let's check it out. So the White House has directed agencies to refer to the Biden administration as the Biden Harris administration. When was the last time a president demanded that his vice president get half the credit? Let's see. Never. Not once in American history. In fact, the opposite is always true. So it raises pretty deep questions like who's running the government? Who's really in charge? At times, it does seem like a third Barack Obama term. Just a few months ago, Obama hinted at what this might look like. People would ask me, knowing what you know now, do you wish like you had a, sec a, a third term? Um, and I, I used to say, you know what, if, if I could make an arrangement where um, I had a, I had a, a stand-in, a front man or front woman, and, and they had an earpiece in, and I was just in my basement in my sweats. Hold on, y'all. I need y'all the Freudian slip. Freudian slip is when a motherfucker tell you the truth when they trying to lie to you and shit. Nigga, front man. He said, if I had a front man or a front woman, and I could just be the behind a microphone and you do what the fuck I say do, and I, I, I'd be completely cool with that. Let's let's check it again in case you missed it. Front man or front woman, and I used to say, you know what? If if I could make an arrangement where um, I had a I had a, a stand in a front man or front woman and, and they had an earpiece in and I was just in my basement in my sweats mm. looking through the stuff and then I could sort of deliver the lines but somebody else was uh, doing all the talking and ceremony uh, I, I'd be fine with that yeah kind of like a marionette somebody doesn't really know what's going on and then he could kind of control everything through that unknowing person mm -hmm. just spitballing here just a, just a daydream fantasy Victor Davis Hanson is a fellow at the Hoover Institution. We're happy to have him on tonight. Professor, thanks so much for coming on. Have you, I mean, you follow this stuff, you're a historian. Has any American president ever voluntarily decided to share half the credit? No is the answer. Why is this one doing it? Because he is a sock puppet. always count on Barack Obama to be his uh, most candid and worst critic of himself. But, you know, this is yeah. fought with irony and karma because we've got to remember that this same media that's created this cocoon around the 
Biden candidacy, the transition, the presidency, introduced the whole idea to us that you could invoke the 25th Amendment and remove Donald Trump. That was nine days after his inauguration. We were told he was non-compos mentes. Remember Bandy, Dr. Bandy Lee from Yale was going to say he was a sociopath, and yeah. Rod Rosenstein and Andrew McCabe were going to wear a wire to catch him as incompetent and then get rid of him through the 25th Amendment. Mm -hmm. And he even took the Montreal Cognitive Assessment Test and aced it to show the world that he wasn't. Now, that same media is... Person, woman... Man, camera, TV. Could you repeat that? Person, woman, man, camera, TV. Could you repeat that? Person, woman, man, camera, person, woman, man, camera, TV. And they said, wow, that's amazing. Now doing just the opposite. They're shielding us from knowledge. And we had it a little bit, a glimpse during the transition that there were cognitive issues with Joe Biden. But such as it is now, about half the country, Tucker Pohl, that they don't have confidence in uh, Joe Biden's cognitive abilities, that, which begs the question, who is running the country? Uh, is it Joe Biden playing the role of Edith Wilson in 1919? When no, it's Woodrow Wilson for the last... Kamala Harris the last and uh, Nancy Pelosi, bitch. Kamala sexual harassment. Funnels out information. Is it... That's too As long. You said, Kamala, Kamala cackle. Cackling Kamala. They had there a psychological go. tick of referring to herself as President Harris or the Harris Biden, and that is shared by, you know, Joe Biden himself. Or is it senior statesman uh, Barack Obama who can't resist any current event to weigh in and who has stalked this administration with a lot of his former employees? I don't have that answer, but it's getting a little scary because. We just had a debacle in Anchorage where the Chinese ate our lunch in a diplomatic tit-for-tat. And then in their way of thinking of a president, the most important secretary is the Secretary of Defense, the most important agency in their way of thinking is the Pentagon. When a president can't remember either and trips three times, uh, <laughs> they, they may get the wrong impression. You they know, already they got the wrong TV impression. 61 in June, he said he got beat up by Khrushchev and... 13 months later, we had the Cuban Missile Crisis. So I'm worried. It, it, it's just not, it's not a media psychodrama anymore. It really has geostrategic and security implications. It's if our enemies are worried so about beat or not up. worried, but anxious <laughs> to know just how... And 13 months later, we had the Cuban Joe Missile Crisis. Of the presidency. Mm. That is such a good point. I, I feel sorry for Biden, and I don't want to attack him, and I mean that. But it's just breathtaking. It's all happening right in front of us, and everyone's pretending it's not happening. But but I think I think you're right. I think it is happening. Victor Davis Hanson, I appreciate. Yeah, I think it is. Thank you. Is, uh, yeah, I think it is, nigga. Shit, nigga. Shit, you think it is? Shit, nigga. I think it is, nigga. I think. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, man, you already fucking should know. It's just that's amazing. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I'll be back on the other side and shit. We're about to get into this Boulder, Colorado shooting and shit. And y'all know how I like to get down and dirty with shit because motherfuckers be having the bullshit with them. And they swear they know what the fuck they talking about. And I'm about to prove a lot of your motherfucking friends wrong right now. You already fucking should know. I'm going to be back on the other side. It's your boy. Hey, hey, Plucky Duck. You was a motherfucking sympathy hire, wasn't you? You was a diversity hire, wasn't you? And you better not fucking say you're going to circle back, bitch. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Um, I often note I'm going to circle back. I hate to disappoint conservative Twitter, but I am going to circle back on a number of things, as we often do directly. I'll circle back, circle back. I hate to disappoint 
you. Circle back, circle back. That's an excellent question. Circle back, circle back. I hate to disappoint you, but we will venture to circle back with all of you. Think okay or not, you think? This is such a good question. I have not had the opportunity to dig into that. I'll circle back. It was a massive dump to this day. Everyone's trying to figure out where did it come from. I'm not aware of anything, but uh, we'll circle back. As a mom myself, I want to know all the details. I have to circle back. Come on, man. You know what I mean? I will venture to get you an answer on that, and maybe we can talk about it, and he'll circle back. I will have to circle back on that one. Circle back, go back. But uh, we'll, we'll circle back. Circle back, go back. I will have to circle back with you. Circle back. Let me give you a very specific example. I'll circle back. Circle back. I hate to disappoint you. Circle back. Circle back. That's an excellent question. Circle back. Circle back. I hate to disappoint you, but we will venture to circle back. This president knew back in January. Why didn't he tell us? Why did he warn us? There are a number of ways to combat misinformation. One of them is circle back. You told us that Trump was invincible and Hillary was in the prison, right? I don't really have any predictions for you on that. I can circle back. <laughs> um, let me see if I can get more detail for you on that. Circle back. I signed something saying that if I'm wrong, I can go to prison. Did you? We'll try to get to as many questions as possible. I'll circle back. I don't have anything more for you. And that communication has been lacking. Well, uh, as, as you know, let me give you a very specific example. I'll circle back, circle back. I hate to disappoint you. Circle back, circle back. That's an excellent question. Circle back, circle back. I hate to disappoint you, but we will venture to circle back with all of you. What the fuck, So for those of y'all that don't know and shit, it was just a uh, crazy ass shooting in Boulder, Colorado and shit. You know what I'm saying? And this motherfucker literally is a beast. This nigga, he, he went ham and shit. You know what I'm saying? And he got arrested and they didn't kill him and all that shit. And y'all niggas is still on some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Because motherfuckers that kill motherfuckers shit. I mean, like, if you going on a killing spree, I think, yes, I should be heard. But when, I mean, it's like, let's just say you run up in the house and kill a whole bunch of motherfuckers. And you happen to make it out. That's one thing. When you go up in the supermarket killing motherfuckers, you shouldn't make it out that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? If your gun not already on the ground when the cops show up, you shouldn't make it out of there, period. You know what I'm saying? I hate to sound insensitive, but... It's because of situations like that, and it's because of motherfuckers that's, you know, got all these ideologies, and it's because of motherfuckers that's on this bullshit that, you know what I'm saying, uh, we literally have to, you, you understand, gun control don't take guns out the hands of criminals, right? When they do gun buybacks, criminals don't turn in their guns, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Law-abiding citizens do. So the gun control is really to make more victims. Like motherfuckers don't really get it and shit, you know what I'm saying? And it's is 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 really fucking is really sickening and shit because it's like, yo, bro, don't you understand that you know a motherfucker gonna you know wipe you out just cause and then you telling me I can't protect myself just cause you're gonna protect me and just like when COVID first hit, what the cops do? They sent out a fucking memo 
on the news and papers, every fucking thing. You know what I mean? Discussing how that shit, uh, 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 discussing how, you know what I'm saying, uh, 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 they wasn't coming out to fucking help you in the event that, you know what I'm saying, uh, shit hit the fan. You feel me? Like, it's really fucking ridiculous, man. It's really fucking ridiculous and shit. You know what I mean? On some real shit. And it's, it's, it's really fucked up to see. So, you know what I mean? Uh, Boulder, Colorado shooter. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Facebook post to delete. My bad. Uh, Boulder shooter uh, post Facebook, you know what I'm saying, deleted to cover up his Democrat, radical Islam and anti-Trump, you know what I'm saying, ideologies and shit, you know what I'm saying. Uh, the establishment wants to hide the killer's true beliefs and influences and shit. Why is that? Why do, you know what I'm saying, don't nobody want you to know what's actually going on and shit because they can control how you react to it, you know what I'm saying. We want you to, you know, be good little slaves and shit. Don't don't trip. Just be a good little slave and shit. You feel me? Uh, it's crazy. The Boulder, Colorado shooter Facebook and Instagram pages were quietly erased from the internet by Facebook execs in order to hide his extreme political, religious beliefs as well as uh, incel them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so. The nigga was an incel, you know what I'm saying? The shit crazy. Thankfully, internet users were able to capture many of Ahmed Al-Wadi Al-Issa posts and shit. Uh, First post, sexual frustration is a common theme amongst mass shooters. Pound, I need a girlfriend. Yeah, I mean, September 5th, 2019. And another deleted post, uh... Al-Issa claimed uh, radical Islamophobia people were hacking his phone. Uh, yeah, if these radical Islamophobic people would stop hacking my phone and let me have a normal life, I probably could. This content is unavailable right now. <laughs> wow. Multiple posts by the killer shows a hatred for former President Trump writes... Trump sucks dick on a post about refugees. Trump sucks dick. WashingtonPost.com analyst uh, Trump approaches the two refugees. Okay, shit crazy. Uh, Al Issa, uh, who is a Syrian migrant, shared an article explaining why refugees and migrants are good for their America. Uh, why refugees and migrants are good for America. PBS.org. Four myths about my, uh, immigrants affect the U.S. economy. You know what I mean? And they got a picture of a Hispanic guy with an American flag behind him. Uh, a second anti-Trump post alludes to Al Issa being a fan of Obama. The murderer writing he, he Trump inherited a growing economy and unemployment rates was low. The economy was on an upward spiral. He won because of racism. Wow. It's y'all man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and it got the intercept.com, which is a fake news site and shit, uh, showing Trump autographing uh, Trump 2020 signs and shit and make America great again signs. 
Time to kill the zombie argument. Another study shows Trump won because of radical anxieties. Okay, wow. Uh, he shared a video where an Islamic woman was allegedly kicked out of a Trump rally uh, after causing a disturbance and shit. I actually remember this. Uh, we won't play it here. Uh, January 2016, this Muslim woman was kicked out of Donald Trump rally for trying to prove Muslims are peaceful. Uh, read one Muslim woman response here. It's a it's a hyperlink, and we will not click it. Uh, the Islamic shooter posted often about his religious beliefs, occasionally complaining about radical racism and Islamophobia. Uh, advice of the Prophet P B H U O oh, P B U H. He got that in parentheses for some reason. During his farewell sermon, O people, listen to me in earnest. Worship Allah. Say your five daily salats. Uh, fast during the month of Ramadan and give your wealth to zakat. Zakat. Perform hajid if you can, according to the last sermon of the Prophet Muhammad. So give all your money to who? Who, who is zakat? I don't know, and why would motherfuckers be doing hajids and shit? Like, you know what I mean? Blowing this up the fuck. Hey, man, I don't see what God would want you to blow other people up, but hey, man, I mean, shit. Who the fuck am I? You know, I ain't dissing. You know, y'all do y'all thing. I respect it. That's it. You know what I mean? Uh, Muslim Hub, the prophet said, if a Muslim plants a tree or sows seeds, and then a bird or a person or an animal eats from it, it is regarded as a charitable gift for him. Okay. Uh, I, I guess it would. Like, if I grew crops and then hooked you the fuck up, that would be a charitable gift. My thing is, I believe he's talking about the knowledge of radical Islam. So, I mean, okay. The Muslims at the Christian Church Mosque were not the victims of a single shooter. They were the victims of an entire Islamophobia industry that vilified the single shooter. Hey, man. You know. I, I, okay. Uh, now let's take a look at uh, Ahmed Al-Issa, Trump-hating Christian-hating, Jew-hating, white-hating, daddy's Facebook post. Uh, curious. Curiously, he was not banned by Facebook. Wonder why. Uh, Mustafa Al-Issa. I swear to God that whoever unites with B Bashar Al-Assad, Putin and Trump, and killing the Saharian people is not of God in anything. He is more hypocritical than the hypocrite and more misleading than any stray of Bashir al-Assad. Uh, Putin and Trump are impure. Uh, and this another post. Uh, do you think that ISIS is made by your confessions that ISIS is made by the impure black Obama, which it was, and told the old shitty uh, Shinty Clinton 
If you only fight Muslims this year with the pretext of ISIS, God will humiliate you and take revenge on you. Evil revenge on you and ISIS. May God curse you. Wow. Uh, it got more. I ain't gonna keep reading that shit. That shit is dark. Uh, but you know, I mean, shit. What the fuck do I know, right? What the fuck do I know, people? You know what I'm saying? I'm just a nigga trying to motherfucking point it out to you and shit, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to point it out to you, dog. This nigga done shot up a whole fucking grocery store, killed ten motherfuckers, and he done said all this shit on Facebook. But you get motherfucking put in fucking Facebook jail for saying the election was stolen. You know what I mean? So we can talk podcast.com. So we can talk podcast.com. So we can talk podcast motherfucking.com. You understand what I'm saying, dog? You know what I'm saying? Like, literally. So we can talk podcast.com. You know what I mean? Over there, you, I'm not censored. So we get the motherfucking say what the fuck we want to say. If you comment on the motherfucking articles and shit, that's cool too. I ain't tripping over that. You know what I mean? Be a part of the, you know, civilian talk family and shit. You know what I'm saying? We 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 strongly encourage that. Because these lefties are scrambling to delete tweets after falsely claiming Boulder mass shooter was white. Feverishly pushing fake news to amplify white supremacy moral panic. Uh leftists across Twitter, many of them journalists scrambled to delete tweets after they falsely claimed the Boulder shooter uh an Islamic uh, Islamicist from Syria Who reportedly had ISIS sympathies Was white He's not The nigga from Syria Earlier today The gunman was revealed as Ahmed al-Issa A migrant from Syria Who routinely complained about Donald Trump Racism and Islamophobia On Facebook pages Which was swiftly deleted By Facebook Ironic uh, other reports are suggesting that Alyssa had ISIS sympathies and had planned to return to Syria. However, innumerable journalists and other leftist commentators were embarrassed after they prematurely claimed that the gunman was white in the effort to amplify their uh, controvert moral panic about white supremacy. In America, if you're white, no matter how many people you kill, you'll be taken into custody alive, tweeted John Pavlovich. Uh, We really need to ban angry white guys with guns, he added, before deleting both tweets. Know what I'm saying? (laughs) Nigga. That's what I mean. Niggas always shooting their fucking mouth before they know what the fuck happened. And then... You know what I'm saying? It's, oh, let me delete this real quick. Nah, nigga. You thought you was right. Oh, you right, dickhead. You a fucking dickhead is what you is and shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, bruh, you a dickhead. You always jumping out there. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm kind of glad this show like twice a week. You know what I'm saying? Because it give us some time to actually research what's going on, see what the fuck going on out there, dig a little bit deeper and shit and not be fucking miss. Led by these fucking cock buffing ass bitches You know what I'm talking about But uh Black Lives activist uh, Mina Harris also deleted tweets that Screech white men are the greatest Terrorist threat to our country Wow White men Go figure You know what I'm saying Uh Rakeem Kassim Uh Twitter allows verified users like 
Mina Harris to peddle wild disinformation while shooters and terrorist attacks in real time. Uh, if I do this, I'll be suspended immediately. Exactly. That's that's what it is. The Atlanta shooter was not even a week ago. Violent white men are the greatest terrorists to our country. March 22nd, 2021 at 6.59 p.m. You know what I'm saying? Swear they know what the fuck they talk about. I saw a bold, uh, bold, uh, boulder trending and I immediately knew my heart was with everybody affected with the horrible tragedy. This is absolutely devastating from someone inside the store where the boulder shooter had the shooting happened. It seems like all of us had imagined we'd be in a situation like this at some point in our lives. Wow. You know what I mean? In her follow-up explanation, Harris said, I made an assumption based on his being taken into custody alive and the fact that the majority of the mass shootings in the U.S. are carried out by white men. Bitch, fuck out of here. Shit. You, you salty. You know what I mean? This is March 23rd, 2021 at 8.58. I deleted my previous tweet about the suspect in the boulder shooting. I made an assumption based on his being taken alive into custody. And the fact that the majority of mass shootings in the U.S. are carried out by white men. I mean, how could I not, you know, assume that? This is obviously an attempt to imply that whites are overrepresented in the mass uh, shooting shooting category despite the fact that according to statistica broadly speaking the racial distribution of mass shooting mirrors the racial distribution of the u.s population as a whole uh statistica broadly speaking uh racial distribution of mass shooting mirrors the racial distribution of u.s population as a whole and it has it down there and shit go figure you know what I'm saying? Twitter itself also spread misinformation by featuring twit, a trending panel which described the Boulder shooting as a white male. Oh my God. Paul Joseph Watson on Twitter at Prison Planet. Uh, the white guy who is called Ahmad. Uh, Elijah McClain. People are comparing the arrest of a white male suspect at the center of a recent shooting in Boulder in Atlanta to the 2019 deaths of unarmed black men Elijah McCain an independent investigation led to led by the Aurora Colorado City Council have found that police officers involved in a fatal confrontation with McCain did not have legal bias to stop or physically restrain him you know what I mean you can't compare it uh, another journalist who describes his role as debunking misinformation and fake news literally spread the same misinformation and fake news. Wow. Andy Nago, uh, at uh, Mr. Andy Nago, uh, he coming at at Riz V User. Alright, man. Uh, he's supposed to be debunking misinformation. Wow. Poor white guy, sex addiction, uh, boulder shooter, uh, fake. You know what I'm saying? Journalists, South Asia, debunking fake news. Oh, wow. You, 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 did, you really just spread fake news. After claiming that the shooter wasn't killed by the cops, he was white upon the identity being revealed. Amy Sickkit subsequently demanded that people stop talking about it. 
Uh, when you find out the shooter's name is Ahmad Alice, Alice, Alyssa, but you're woke. <laughs> Motherfuckers be sleeping shit, you know what I'm saying? If he were black, he would have been killed. If he were black or a person of color, he would have been killed. Uh, you know, it's, it's all about if you white, you live and shit. Numerous other leftists claim that the shooter was white before identity was even made public. Uh, Caleb Hall at Caleb Hall at Caleb J. Hall. Uh, Dr. Ani Blackstock. People will continue to die just so that white men can own a gun and reinforce the power they already have. Wow, this narrative really isn't going to go, isn't going to age well. Uh, Francis Maxwell. Today, a white man walked into a grocery store in Boulder and killed 10 people. He was apprehended by the police and taken unharmed. Meanwhile, not far from this very store, police killed Elijah McClain. He was begging them not to hurt him and apologize for not doing nothing wrong. Right. Uh, that's not the same. Uh, Boulder CEO shooting suspect is a white man named Ahmad Alice. Uh, several white supremacists online are trying to claim that the white suspect isn't white based on his name. They love playing the denial of witness game when it's convenient. So let's address the crime. The nigga is a fucking is a fucking, you know what I'm saying? You mean from Syria, bro? Uh, the fact that this dude gunned down 10 people and the police didn't shoot him, shoot his ass. That means he's white. Oh my god, y'all niggas is They really triggered by all this shit Like it's really interesting to see this shit You know what I'm saying Uh, left before Uh Police identified 21 year old Ahmed Al-Asi Suspect in Boulder shooting Right after the name was revealed Uh, so they got like Posts of people That post people made and shit and fucking uh, 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 then the post that they got after they found out they was wrong and shit. You know what I'm saying? You gotta really love this shit. This shit is the shit. Uh, uh, I'm tired of people's lives depending on whether a white man with the AR is having a good day or not uh, the day after. My inbox and DMs are full of extremely upset white men who didn't get give a damn about mass shootings but are demanding I issue a blanket apology to white men saying saying to which no <laughs> nigga you was wrong bro like what the fuck you know what I'm saying shit crazy man you know what I mean motherfuckers that shit crazy bro uh you know, this nigga out here. He out here in these streets. Uh, Islamicists from the Middle East called Ahmad are now counted as white men. We can't catch a break. <laughs> That's absolutely true, Paul, man. You know what I'm saying? Y'all not going to fucking catch a break. They after y'all and shit. You know what I'm saying? But let's not forget how the boldest shooter threatened uh, a, a fake hate crime charges against his classmates back in the day and shit. Oh, y'all ain't know that. The same nigga that just shot the supermarket up threatened to do a fake hate crime against motherfucking his classmates. 
he would talk about being Muslim, his classmate said. Uh, the gunman in Boulder who killed 10 people at the, super, at the supermarket would routinely threaten his classmates with threats of filing fake hate crime charges after violently attacking them, witnesses told the media. As we highlighted yesterday, uh, Ahmad al-Issa uh, would typically be described as an anti-racist activist with his Facebook page having featured cri uh, criticism of Donald Trump advocacy for refugees and Muslim immigrants, despite the gunman's family telling the Daily Beast that the reason for his rampage was the result of him being the victim of bullying in high school, uh, Al is a classmate said the opposite is true. A Fox 31 report revealed that Al Issa once punched a classmate and continued to hit him as he laid on the ground. Al Issa tried to justify the attack by claiming the, the victim had made fun of him and called him radical names weeks earlier, although no other classmate could cooperate this story. So I call you radical names weeks earlier. You come beat me the fuck up weeks later, and we in the same class. Premeditation much? Uh, the shooter, wrestle, uh, wrestling team classmate uh, Dalton Marvel, was told the Denver Post that Alice's senior year during the wrestling during the wrestle offs. To see who makes varsity, he actually lost his match and quit the team and yelled out in the wrestling room that he was, like, going to kill everybody. Uh, nobody believed him. We were just all kind of freaked out by it, but nobody did anything about it, said Marvel. Uh, he would talk about being Muslim and how if anybody tried anything... He would file a hate crime and say that they were making it up, he added. Uh, given this history and the fact that uh, Alyssa was an avid reader of mainstream media, questions now must be asked about the real motivations given that all the gunmen's victims were white and whether he radicalized by anti-white racism that has been instituted by the press. I mean, all white people. All white people. You know what I'm saying? This shit, shit is really fucking interesting. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's really, really fucking interesting, this shit. So we're going to tie slide over to Ted Cruz, who obliterates the push for gun control after Boulder shooting. Let's check it out. Once again, we wake up to a horrific act of mass murder. All of us lift up in prayer the families in Boulder, Colorado, the families in Atlanta that lost their lives, including the police officer in Boulder, Colorado. I can tell you in Texas we've seen far too many of these. I was in Santa Fe the morning of that shooting. Santa Fe High School is less than an hour from my house. I was in El Paso at the Walmart for yet another senseless mass murder. I was in Dallas where five police officers were murdered by a radical. I was in Sutherland Springs in that beautiful sanctuary where a monster murdered innocent people. I've been to too damn many of these. A senator from Connecticut just said, it's time for us to do something. I agree. It is time for us to do something. And every time there's a shooting, we play this ridiculous theater 
where this committee gets together and proposes a bunch of laws that would do nothing to stop these murders. At all. Senator from Connecticut just said the folks on the other side of the aisle have no solutions. Well, the senator from Connecticut knows that is false. And he knows that's false because Senator Grassley and I together introduced legislation, Grassley-Cruz, targeted at violent criminals, targeted at felons, targeted at fugitives, targeted at those with serious mental disease to stop them from getting firearms, to put them in prison when they try to illegally buy guns. What happens in this committee after every mass shooting is Democrats propose taking away guns from law-abiding citizens because that's their political objective. But what they propose, not only does it not reduce crime, it makes it worse. The jurisdictions in this country with the strictest gun control have among the highest rates of crime and murder. When you disarm law-abiding citizens, you make them more likely to be victims. If you want to stop these murders, go after the murderers. Grassley Cruz came to a vote on the floor of the Senate in 2013. It got a majority vote on the floor of the Senate. 52 senators voted for Grassley Cruz in the Harry Reid Democratic Senate. Nine Democratic senators voted for Grassley Cruz, the most bipartisan support of any of the comprehensive legislation. So why did it pass into law? Because Democratic senators, including many of the senators in this room, including the senator from Connecticut who just said Republicans have no answers, filibustered the law and prevented it from passing, demanded 60 votes. If Grassley Cruz had passed into law, Sutherland Springs very likely would not have happened. Why is that? Because the shooter there, the murderer there, had a conviction in the Air Force that the Obama Air Force failed to report to the background check system. And Grassley Cruz mandated an audit of all of the convictions to make sure the background check database has those felonies in it. Not only that, Grassley Cruz mandated that when a felon tries to illegally buy a firearm, that the Department of Justice prosecute them. The Department of Justice has a long and, I think, indefensible practice of not prosecuting felons and fugitives who try to illegally buy guns. If Grassley Cruz had passed, the gun crimes task force that it had created would have charged prosecutors with going after gun criminals, locking them up, and putting them in prison. That's how we prevent these. Now, we will learn in the coming days and weeks the exact motivation of the murderers in Atlanta and Boulder, Colorado. Mm-hmm. We'll learn what... Shit, we already know it. Like, But we already know this pattern is predictable over and over and over again. There are steps we can take to stop these crimes. And you <clears> know what the steps aren't? The steps aren't disarming law-abiding citizens. Every year, firearms are used in a defensive capacity to defend women, children, families, roughly a million times a year in the United States. And the Democrats who want to take away the guns from those potential victims would create more victims of crimes, not less. I agree it's a time for actions. And by the way, I don't apologize for thoughts or prayers. I will lift up in prayer people who are hurting, and I believe in the power of prayer. And the contempt of Democrats for prayers is an odd sociological thing. But I also agree thoughts and prayers alone are not enough. We need action. Today, Chair Chairman Grassley and I are introducing again Grassley-Cruz, and I would ask Senate Democrats, including some of our newer colleagues who just got here, not to participate again in the shameful filibuster 
that this body engaged in in 2013. Let's target the bad guys, the felons, the fugitives, those with mental disease. Let's put them in jail. Let's stop them from getting guns. Let's not scapegoat innocent law-abiding citizens, and let's not target their constitutional rights. Like, please, man, that's all motherfuckers is asking, bro. All motherfuckers want is to not be fucking targeted, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, fucking Don Lemonhead always talking about some bullshit, man. That's the problem with these motherfuckers, man. These niggas, is, they swear they ways the only way, man. That shit is what's going to doom America. Doom and gloom, doom and gloom, doom and gloom. You already know. But, uh, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? Fucking... <clears throat> CNN Don Lemonhead, Second Amendment is uh, uh, criticizing the Second Amendment is part of being a patriot. Wow. Didn't patriots make the motherfucking uh, Bill of Rights and all that shit? So how is criticizing the Bill of Rights being a patriot? Left wing lunacy. Fake ass nigga too, man. Fake ass nigga. Uh, CNN host Don Lemonhead argued Tuesday that it is the First Amendment right to criticize the Second Amendment and call for gun control, and that is also a patriotic thing to do. Uh, in the wake of the shooting in Colorado, Boulder, uh, Lemon claimed the Second Amendment is not a right, rather it is a privilege, and picked it apart doesn't mean you're... Un-American doesn't mean you're anti-gun. Let's check it out. Not hand them your money and hand them the common sense that goes along with that, right? They love to talk about the Second Amendment. Love to talk about the Second Amendment. Amendment. Love to pose with their weapons, right? Try to make it sexy. But the Second Amendment doesn't require us to submit to a lifetime of mass carnage. That carnage is happening in our real life, not their theater of the militia, not in their role-playing, because they're playing roles, playing a role, they're role-playing ads. Don't play good guy with a gun for your campaign ad while Americans are dying. Oh, Don't play a... politics <clears throat> with our lives. This nigga's a fruit. He's a fruit, man. Fruit by the foot. Here's the thing about America. You have the Second Amendment, which is a right in the Constitution, right? A, a, a privilege. <clears throat> but you also have the First Amendment. That people can love this country and then want to analyze and criticize the Second Amendment and the rest of the amendments and everything. You, that's your right under the First Amendment of the Constitution. So by criticizing the Second Amendment... And wondering if there are things that we can do to improve the situation when it comes to guns. Doesn't mean you're un-American. Doesn't mean you're anti-gun. It means you are exercising your First Amendment. See where I'm going here? To make things better for all of your countrymen. No, and to try we, to save lives. We don't see where you're going here. First Amendment, you can criticize the Second Amendment and every other amendment, everything that goes along with it. That is part of being a patriot and an American is holding our lawmakers accountable. And they must be held accountable for what is happening with guns in this country. So stop playing 
politics with our lives. And you know what I'm talking about, that crew. You know they're going to continue to play politics with our lives because that is their whole shtick. It's just the same old song and the same old dance while Americans are grieving. And every time oh, there's a oh. shooting, we play this ridiculous theater. Oh, my God. Where this committee gets together. And do more bullshit. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing, man. Like, motherfuckers got to get it, man. You got to understand that shit for yourself, dog. And until you do, you never will, man. You already fucking snow. I'll be back on the other side and shit with some COVID news and shit. And we're going to get the fuck up out of here. You already snow and shit, man. going to be an early night tonight, motherfucker. But, uh, yeah, don't move your motherfucking switch. I'll be right back and shit. You already fucking snow. It's your boy. Hey, George. What's your perception on the reality of this world? Now, you see, when your, your identity is defined by society, you cannot resist it. You don't have the knowledge, you don't have the wisdom, you don't have the resources to understand that something's being put over on you. You cannot but help believe the definition of you as a free agent. But you believe yourself to be a free agent as a result of not being free. That is to say, of being uh, uh, hopelessly unable to resist society's identification of you. There's a reason education sucks, and it's the same reason that it will never, ever, ever be fixed. It's never going to get any better. Don't look for it. Be happy with what you got. Because the owners of this country don't want that. I'm talking about the real owners now. The real owners, the big wealthy business interests that control things and make all the important decisions. Forget the politicians. The politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. They own everything. They own all the important land. They own and control the corporations. They've long since bought and paid for the Senate, the Congress, the state houses, the city halls. They got the judges in their back pockets. And they own all the big media companies, so they control just about all of the news and information you get to hear. They got you by the balls. They, they spend billions of dollars every year lobbying, lobbying to get what they want. Well, we know what they want. They want more for themselves and less for everybody else. But I'll tell you what they don't want. They don't want a population of citizens capable of critical thinking. They don't want well-informed, well-educated people capable of critical thinking. They're not interested in that. That doesn't help them. That's against their interest. That's right. They don't want people who are smart enough to sit around the kitchen table to figure out how badly they're getting fucked by a system that threw them overboard 30 fucking years ago. They don't want that. You know what they want? They want obedient workers. Obedient workers. People who are just smart enough to run the machines and do the paperwork and just dumb enough to passively accept all these increasingly shittier jobs with the lower pay, the longer hours, the reduced benefits, the end of overtime, and the vanishing pension that disappears the minute you go to collect it. And now they're coming for your social security money. They want your fucking retirement money. They want it back so they can give it to their criminal friends on Wall Street. And you know something? They'll get it. They'll get it all from you sooner or later because they own this fucking place. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. You and I are not in the big club. 
And by the way, it's the same big club they used to beat you over the head with all day long when they tell you what to believe. All day long, beating you over the head in their media, telling you what to believe, what to think, and what to buy. The table is tilted, folks. The game is rigged. And nobody seems to notice. Nobody seems to care. Good, honest, hard-working people, white collar, blue collar, doesn't matter what color shirt you have on. Good, honest, hard-working people continue, these are people of modest means, continue to elect these rich cocksuckers who don't give a fuck about them. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't care about you at all, at all, at all. Yeah. You know? And nobody seems to notice, nobody seems to care. That's what the owners count on, the fact that Americans will probably remain willfully ignorant of the big red, white, and blue dick that's being jammed up their assholes every day. Because the owners of this country know the truth. It's called the American dream, but you have to be asleep to believe it. Wake the fuck up, people. It's your final warning. So we back, you already know, man, it's fucking crazy out here and shit. So in COVID news, you already know, you know what I'm saying? That shit is motherfucking big time in people's lives and shit. We got Philadelphia open back up as well. Pennsylvania is open back up April 4th and shit, for the, I guess for the spring and summer. You know, and then don't forget though, folks, we're supposed to be going right back down in the wintertime and shit. And uh, Philadelphia is saying that... Uh, Philadelphia will not adopt Pennsylvania's relaxed COVID-19 restrictions on April 4th, Health Commissioner says. Wow. Clear eyes. Wow. Due to the rising number of COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations in Philadelphia, the city will not follow the rest of the state in adopting relaxed restrictions on April 4th. Wow, that's like the ultimate April Fool's Day joke. Uh... Uh, Philadelphia, due to the rising number of hospitalizations in Philadelphia, Health Commissioner Thomas Farley announced Tuesday that the city will not follow the rest of the state in adopting relaxed restrictions on April 4th. The last week, Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf announced expansion of business and event capacity limits and lifting of a raft of long-standing coronavirus restrictions on bar services. Starting April 4th, patrons can saddle up on the bar stool and get alcohol services without purchasing food in Pennsylvania. And gyms, malls, and casinos will also be allowed to increase capacity to 75%. Instead, Farley said that beginning on April 4th, the city will not would allow maximum capacity of outdoor catering events to expand to 250 people with some restrictions. The Department of Public Health strongly encourages people over the age of 65 to be fully vaccinated before attending one of these events. Oh, yeah. Uh, Philadelphia will also allow food and to be served at businesses in meetings beginning April 4th. Throughout April, Farley said he would allow, he will review 
The local trends in cases, hospitalizations, deaths, and gauge whether it's safe and further loosen the restrictions to come closer to the line with the state guidance. If that happens, the city will allow the changes before April 30th, but businesses can plan for update updated on guidance. Uh, Philadelphia officials announced in addition no 200, I mean 533 cases of COVID-19 on Tuesday. There were eight additional deaths reported changing changes coming for Center City vaccination site. According to Farley, nearly 122,000 vaccinations have been given out in at the FEMA site in the Pennsylvania Convention Center. Since the soft opening, however, the security holes in the appointment schedule software have allowed people to make first dose appointments at the site in the coming weeks. According to Farley, those appointments are unauthorized and the emails going out to let people know their appointments have been canceled. Uh, for the next few weeks, the site will be administering second doses only. Uh, that means they are researching it, folks. Uh, no one will be able to receive first dose at this site. Following the second dose appointments, uh, Farley says there will be about two weeks of federal support remaining. Uh, during that time, uh, officials plan to give out one dose Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Uh-oh. Talk about death immediately. Yeah, man. Uh, Farley said with it, being a one-dose shot, an additional 84,000 people could be fully vaccinated in those two weeks. Wow. So, you can look forward to receiving your second dose of the killer vaccine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? But in other news, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? A uh, newborn baby wrapped in plastic instead of mother's arms because of COVID. It's a joke. You know what I mean? This is a nightmarish future for the globalists have designed for you. Cut off from natural human connection. That's what they want. Your baby right there in a fucking plastic bag because they don't want you fucking uh, uh, skin to skin. You got the game. Well, we catching COVID together. Fuck it. Fuck is wrong with you, Mr. Doctor? Is you crazy? A uh, heartbreaking video shows mother and her newborn baby separated by a sheet of plastic as the mother tries to cool the infant uh, during the first moments. The dystopian footage shows the squeamish baby crying while dampering in a plastic film as the masked uh, mother cools the child with a gentle, happy music in the background. Wow. This is like fucking completely fuck absurd. And like the bitch is like literally that's that's my that's another thing I got going on, right? How chicks is more concerned about looking cute and shit, dude. I mean, just how your fucking baby and shit. My lashes gotta be done, my hair gotta be like for what? You know what I'm saying? So your kid your first look your kid give you will be at the unnatural you so he won't fucking recognize you as soon as you fucking clean up. I mean, come on. Duh. You got the baby in plastic. Wearing gloves. Oh my God. 
nigga. If you don't give me my fucking baby. Horrified Twitter uh, Twitter users characterized the video as disgusting, very sad, and madness. And uh, let's check it out. Oh, shit. What's this? Uh, this. Uh, what the fuck is the name of that game? My man be playing it and shit. Fucking uh, Bio something. Bio had the when the dude be running around the spacesuit. He got the fucking baby in a fucking in a fucking uh, uh, bio container and shit. If we don't stop this hysteria madness within one year, we will be delivering babies to their mothers like this. Uh, yep, in a bio container. Shit, fucking ridiculous. This uh, legit makes me angry. Uh, libertarian mama uh, at dangerous freedom. This is fucking disgusting. The fact that people don't realize that this is psychological manipulation and isolation of individuals to make them easier to control is really both sad and terrifying. I don't understand how any parent will be okay with this. This infuriates me at TX Beto Guts, uh, Texas Beto Guts, uh, at Mark 324 Harley. Very sad to see this very moment that a mother, that a mother's human touch is needed most exactly. Uh, the first a uh, child born into the matrix uh, at Ben 218. You know what I'm saying? That's real shit. Uh, Ace at Ace at Arcus. Anarchist. Let's check it out. Oh, cho I choose violence. Oh, this is a, I think that was a Game of Thrones and shit. Uh, according to the CDC website, uh, this is fucking disgusting. Nah, nah, I'm fucking around. According to the CDC website on COVID-19, current evidence suggests that the risk of a newborn getting COVID-19 from their mother is low, especially just coming out the bitch. She just, my kid just came out of, he had COVID-19, he got it. Like, you know what I'm saying? They both got it together. Let them touch each other. Shit, I want to fucking catch COVID-19 just to touch my kid. You know what I'm saying? Especially when the mother takes steps uh, such as wearing a mask and wearing and washing her hands to pre prevent the spread before and during uh, the newborn. Additionally, research has found that skin-to-skin -skin contact between mother and her baby in the first moments is critical for its development, including breathing, heart rate, uh, blood sugar, and temperature. This appears to be just one more twist in social engineering uh, that serves no purpose other than conditioning individuals to stay isolated from others. You know what I'm saying? Canadian parents put their children in self-isolation. Self Let's check it. Isolation policy, a mistake that's being fixed, says Brampton Mayor. So the Peel guidelines, which for 14 days said that a child has to be in self-isolation quarantine... So can't be in contact with the mother or the father. Literally, they lock these kids in basements, in rooms. I didn't believe it when I was reading testaments mm. of parents saying, my kid's been locked in the basement for 10 days. I can hear I can hear him wailing, and it breaks my heart. I can't go down there. And I saw all these stories. I'm like, there's no way this is true. And you look into it, the policy's there. Parents were locking their kids in basements, locking their kids in their rooms. I mean, torture. Trying to oh, kill them. Now they come out and they say... 
This was a mistake. Social isolation is damaging the entire generation of self-isolation kids. Self-isolation quarantine. It was a bad thing. You don't say. Oh. I mean, duh. Fucking duh. Crazy shit. Some of the uh, presidential private collection there, huh? That's the presidential Biden private collection of Jugs magazine. Wow. Oh shit! They got the, the way, they got the got uh, health secretary, the tranny nigga on the front of Jugs. They superimposing. Oh shit! Hunter Biden. <laughs> so that's going to be coming up. It just you, gets more ridiculous as the day is vicious. as the days pass. <laughs> I want to get into this stack of COVID news now. Knicks fans dropping hundreds on last-minute COVID tests before games. So they reopened the arenas to uh, maybe 100 or so people. Madison Square Garden. Um, They say it's for venues with more than 10,000 people, 10% capacity. These arenas probably have close to 30,000. So say about 3,000 people are allowed to go to the games in New York the Knicks, and Brooklyn, the Nets. And you had to have a, a PCR test of negative COVID. And so they're spending up to $250 just to get these COVID tests, which I guess are hard to come by, too. So they're paying, like, black market prices mm. for COVID tests just to go see a basketball game. So that's how desperate people are for just a little taste of activity, just a little exactly. taste of social activity. And, you know, it's well known we're social beings. Being isolated from society is unhealthy from us, folks. Uh, it's quite frankly, one of my biggest pitfalls is I'm just not social enough. As a kid, I was way too social, probably. Nowadays, I'm not social enough. But they're so desperate just to have any normalcy or just a reminder of any normalcy. They're willing to pay hundreds of dollars just to get a COVID test. And then they go get to see a basketball game. Hooray! I'm so oh, happy. They do still do the national anthem, by the way. This makes me so happy. How about this one? Jeremy Lin is an NBA player from China, and he's complaining. Because oh. apparently, fellow NBA players are calling him coronavirus on the court. Oh. And he made this huge post. I guess it was on Facebook or Instagram or something. COVID. Detailing the racism that he and other Asian Americans are experiencing because of coronavirus. Oh, no. This is one of the funniest, most ridiculous Five things. Five dollar, man. No uh, lie. Folks, the type of trash talk that goes on on an NBA floor is like, nigga. I mean, this is just a joke. This is a joke. It is absolutely. I mean, Kevin Garnett is mo- one of the most famous for his trash talking. Can you imagine? I mean, Jeremy Lin would probably be in tears Talking to KG. There'd be a lot more than uh, coronavirus being thrown around. You bitch ass. Uh, for witch ass. For Nick- Jeremy Lin. Yo, he'd have been trashing him. I think it's pretty funny, quite frankly. But I guess this guy has no sense of humor. But he's a good Chinese communist. He's got his mask on. And oh, How yes. dare you relate coronavirus to China? Well, that's where it came how from. How dare you? That's where it either escaped or was intentionally released. So. From now on, we will call Jeremy Lin coronavirus. How dare you? So, uh, I didn't even realize coronavirus was still playing in the NBA, quite frankly. Hasn't been relevant in years. Do you believe this story that came out of Axios this morning? Trump received COVID vaccine at White House in January. 
never heard this. Me neither. That's a bop, 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 bop. And he was basically promoting the vaccine during his CPAC speech, probably the low point of the speech. Yeah, I was definitely Apparently, he took the vaccine back in January. I, I, I don't remember that making news. No, nah, he, he took the rendezvous. I'm not even sure if I believe it, quite frankly, but apparently he and Melania both got a vaccine. They're not sure which one, according to Axios. Uh, but uh, Trump was promoting the vaccine during his speech. But remember, Biden said that there was no vaccine. There was no coronavirus response plan. There was nothing when he got into the White House, even though he had already gotten the vaccine. I mean, it just, once again, shows you how he's gone. Oh, yes. His mind is gone. Oh, for you. Richie Allen um, relinking and covering a story from the Daily Mail. Doctors, too many deaths are being blamed on coronavirus. Thank you. And so basically what happens here is a journalist from the Daily Mail has a grandfather who is in uh, his 90s, 99, suffering from multiple, uh, you know, deteriorating health problems, dies at the age of 99, and they say, oh, he had COVID, he died from COVID, and the journalist is like, well, wait a second. He uh, had these other illnesses. Comorbidities. And so it wasn't COVID that killed him. And this got the journalist to kind of scratch her head and do a little more research. Oh, wow. So they find about uh, the incentives, the payoffs, the... Um, Cash payouts for the COVID diagnosis, cash payouts for the ventilators being implemented, and so forth and so on. And then realize that anyone who tests positive for COVID is declared death by COVID. In fact, they have the, they've released the autopsy results of George Floyd. He tested positive for COVID. So George Floyd died of COVID. Yep. Not a knee to the neck. And fentanyl. It doesn't even matter that he had two types of fentanyl with a deadly amount in his system. Two types of fentanyl, deadly amount in his system. Also had COVID. But no. No, no, no. And of course, that would be ridiculous to say that George Floyd died of COVID. But if his death wasn't such a public thing, if he just kind of died and it just didn't get coverage, he would have died of COVID too. Same scenario, boot on the neck, deadly amount of fentanyl, would have been COVID. But uh, Richie Allen uh, <clears throat> kind of covers this. But again, it's people who are now seeing this happening in their lives. Oh, my grandpa died of COVID. He was 99 years old. He had two other existing conditions. He was already on his way out. They say he died of COVID. Well, they got a nice $13,000 payout for that. Wow. Boink. So sure, he died of COVID. For thirteen grand, everybody dies of COVID. Mm-hmm. Don't Shit, you know? Man, we can ventilate you. It's fifty-three grand. She does some research. She talks to <clears> doctors, <throat> and they all agree. Yeah. But we already had the CDC numbers: seventy percent or eighty percent, whatever it was, of the COVID deaths were comorbidities. I mean, when you look at all the numbers, it's just a ridiculous amount. No more pneumonia; it's all COVID. No more flu; it's all COVID. All these deaths that they're claiming are COVID have comorbidities. It's like 80% of the deaths are above the age of 60 or 70. Did you hear about this one, though? This is really disgusting. But this happened. Peel Health Child 
Isolation policy, a mistake that's being fixed, says Brampton Mayor. So the Peel guidelines, which for 14 days said that a child has to be in self-isolation quarantine, so can't be in contact with the mother or the father. Literally, they lock these kids in basements, in rooms. You should hear some of the accounts. Experts call Peel guidelines to place children in solitary quarantine cruel punishment. You should hear some of the accounts from parents. I didn't believe this when I saw it. In fact, I'm not even sure when these stories are from uh, out of Toronto. But I didn't believe it when I was reading testaments of parents saying, my kid's been locked in the basement for 10 days. I can hear I can hear him wailing and it breaks my heart. I can't go down there. And I saw all these stories. I'm like, there's no way this is true. And you look into it, the policies there, parents were locking their kids in basements, locking their kids in their rooms, I mean, torture for a child, your own child. I mean, think about that. You would voluntarily torture your own child for a fake pandemic, even if a child gets it, which is like 99.9% they won't get it. And then 99.9%, if they do get it, they'll get over it. And they're torturing their kids. How much you want to bet those people don't support or like President Trump? Oh, but now they come out and they say, this was a mistake. We shouldn't have been putting kids in self-isolation quarantine. It was a bad thing. You don't say. You don't say. Wow. Genius. Geniuses. You got a Karen complaining on the New York subway. She takes a picture of a guy not wearing a mask. She says he was offered a mask. He put it on, and as soon as the MTA worker moved to the next car, he took it off. He's so selfish. Think about this. If anything, he's the one risking his life. How does that make him selfish? If anything, he's risking his life without the mask, according to you. By the way, our governor went from, uh, we'll take off the mask, Governor Abbott, to we're going to have door-to-door vaccinations. Yikes. And now Zero Hedge has a story, manufacturing surveys signal stagflationary threat amid recovering supply chain delays. Yeah, the supply chain is really lagging. And if they if they implement another shutdown, it 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 could be catastrophic. I mean, calling in from Ohio. Go ahead, Rebecca. It's absolutely true. You feel me? Hi. First, I want to shout out to uh, the product DNA Forest. Shit crazy, but I mean. Unfortunately, you know, we in one of those times where, you know, it's either going to be make or break. You know, now we can put up with the bullshit, you know what I'm saying? Or we cannot put up with the bullshit. But, you know, hopefully people start coming around seeing what's going on and shit. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm be back on the other side and shit to close this joint out and shit. So don't move your motherfucking switch and be right back. You already know it's your boy. Thanks to you kids, we now know the virus is a hoax. They included flu, pneumonia, and other infections to boost the numbers. Let's find out who is really behind it all. Like, President Trump is definitely behind one of these phantoms. (gasps) She's pink? Dr. Fauci? Like, I thought doctors were supposed to help people, not scare them. 
Microsoft's Bill Gates? Not only a computer guy, he's a notorious vaccine pusher who wants to reduce the world's population. I get it. So Bill Gates wanted to vaccinate everyone after Fauci convinced them there was a deadly disease outbreak. That's diabolical. Yeah, that sounds pretty bad. Don't worry, kids. These globalists won't get away with their pandemic hoax this time. Where they're going, they'll be locked up for a long good while in the big house. Yeah. <laughs> Better than a rock round at home. And it's fucked up when you gotta get Scooby to go figure some shit out. Snow, we back, man. Thanks for listening to this show. You already snow, man. Thanks for coming through. Thanks for hanging with your boy. You feel me? Listen, man. You know this shit. This shit oh, only gonna get wackier. Uh, some real shit. You know what I'm saying? So just prepare yourself. Get ready. You know what I mean? Understand that you know there's gonna be some things happening that's going on around you that you don't fully understand and. You know what I'm saying? We're going to try to understand that shit together. You feel me? Please continue to support the show. Please continue to sponsor the show. Please continue to share the show. You already fucking know. We're getting more listeners every day. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, man. You know what I mean? Check us out at civiliantalkpodcast.com. Check out most of the articles that was discussed in this show and more. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, man, if you want to listen to the podcast, you don't need Facebook, man. When I post up information, I ain't got, I don't need no small fact check at the bottom. Partially false. Uh, I mean, like, uh, come on, man. That's just petty shit. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got time for that shit. You already fucking snow. You know what I'm saying? My name is Mr. P.I., not P.I., nigga. These niggas is crazy. You know what I'm saying? But listen, dog, you know what I mean? I want you to keep your motherfucking head on the swivel. Make sure you put motherfucking God first plate for your motherfucking family, friends, and foes, and people you don't know all around the world. Pray for your fucking enemies, too, you know what I'm saying? They need prayer as well. Understand that, you know, life is short, and then you die. Life is even shorter if you capitulate to some bullshit. One plus one equals two, you know what I'm saying? Listen, I really appreciate y'all. I really fucking care about y'all. I fucking love y'all. Please continue to do your fucking thing. I'm know I've seen all my homies out there doing a fucking thing. Niggas is on money missions. Niggas on guns. Niggas on fucking, you know what I'm saying? Uh, sports. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers on cars. Niggas on cribs. You know what I'm saying? I'm seeing a lot of progress from my guys out there and my gals and shit. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my chicks out there with all the nursing jobs. I see y'all, man. Y'all coming up in the fucking world and shit. You know what I'm saying? And I appreciate just seeing that. I'm not no fucking hater and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm motherfucker. You come up, damn, dog. That's what's up, man. You know what I mean? That's what's good for you. That's what you needed. That's your blessing and shit. I ain't gonna fucking hate on that. Most motherfuckers wanna hate on your situation. Why? I mean, like, nigga, we could have came up together and shit. You mean? If you, by not hating on me, I could have possibly told you how you could get put on and shit. You know what I'm saying? Niggas don't ever think about that shit, man, until it's hindsight. Yeah, I mean, hindsight is always 2020, man. I should have did this. Exactly, dickhead. Choice you should have fucking made differently, but... I mean, people make mistakes, you know. But, uh... You see the transhumanism everywhere. You see Joe's been hiding administration, getting laughed out of fucking Alaska and shit. You see fucking... There's a lot going on, man. Niggas is... I mean... People on edge, 
Motherfuckers act like they don't care, but they do. Motherfuckers act like they won't move, but they will. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of shit going on, man. And I just want to make it to the next level. You feel me? Can I make it to the next level? Can I kick it? Yes, you can. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. You feel me? And all I do here is try to bring you the truth, man, as well as I understand it and shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't try to make up shit. I don't try to bring you no false information. I don't try to fucking, you know what I mean, bring you down. I want to empower you and shit. Half the motherfuckers that listen to my show from Facebook or Instagram and shit, like, I support them and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see their regular posts. That shit funny, I laugh. You know what I mean? That shit soft, I wish them well. They going through something, I pray for them without their knowledge of it. Because you don't need to let somebody know that you're praying for them and shit. Just do it. You know what I'm saying? Make life get better. What you want? Credit for when the prayer get answered? Nah, nigga, that's motherfucker's problem. Y'all all want too much fucking credit. Y'all out of fucking control. Facts. But, you know, that's a story for another time and shit, man. I hope y'all had fun today. I hope y'all had an interesting time. I mean, I'm sorry it's not longer and shit. You know what I'm saying? I know motherfuckers probably getting accustomed to that three they like damn we just had a couple shows three hours and shit that took up half my fucking day that shit was love i ain't even gonna hold you i was working on my fucking kitchen dog listening to the show like i was listening to somebody else's show like every time i listen to the show it's like i listen to somebody else's show dog and i'll be cracking the fuck up i'll be asking questions and shit like oh shit that shit crazy and i'll be like right i'll be like right 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 it's like a motherfucker talking to me and shit you know what i'm saying shit bugged out but it's also fun as hell and shit it's also interesting as fuck to have violent information and to you know what i mean actually i mean know something know something tangible and shit not just think you know some shit you know what i'm saying but it is what it is i ain't tricking you know what I'm saying? Just want to tell y'all I love y'all. You know what I'm saying? Please continue to sponsor the show. Please continue to share the show. You know what I'm saying? Please continue to do your motherfucking thingy thing. You know what I'm saying? And listen, we're going to keep on making moves. You feel me? We're going to keep on making moves. Remember, it's our show, too. And shit, you know what I'm saying? It's our fucking show. All this madness going on. COVID restrictions being lifted. And on some real shit, Tom Wolf only lifting the restrictions in Pennsylvania because he see what's happening to Governor Cuomo. All the blue states are still locked down. All the red states is open. You know what I'm saying? So all the blue counties and shit is locked down and shit. Like, it's a whole bunch of nut shit. They playing politics. The shit is nutty as shit. They mean while enjoying society at the same time. They playing politics and enjoying society. How does that work? It remains to be seen. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it's your boy, Mr. P.I., bringing you that civilian. So please wake up American News, because if we don't wake up today, we may not have an American to wake up to tomorrow. You feel me? And uh, yeah, man, life's too short to not have an American to wake up to tomorrow. Imagine waking up in Honduras, nigga. Oh, my God. Nigga, what? Go from America to Honduras, nigga? Oh, my God. Nah, bro, I'm going to pass on that shit. Look over there. I'm going to pass. You know what I'm saying? I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, man, be safe out there and shit, man. Fact check me. You feel me? Fact check the fact checker. You know what I'm saying? And uh, anything you don't believe, feel free to ask me a question. You know what I'm saying? If you sign up, you know what I'm saying? And subscribe over at civiliantalkpodcast.com and shit. That shit will be wolf's up. Because as soon as I release new information, you'll get an email about it. Straight email, you know what I'm saying? Straight 
straight what's up, you feel me? New shows, they up there, what's up, you feel me? New 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 articles, they up there, what's up, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? But uh yeah, keep your motherfucking head up, keep doing your motherfucking thing, stay positive, help your motherfucking neighbor and shit, you know what I'm saying? And uh continue to be righteous and shit, and always know. It's our motherfucking show. You already know, you know what I'm saying? So uh again, man. It's your boy. Yo, when I tell other Democrats that I'm a conservative, all, all, all I all I hear is this, dog. Hello, Stephen, my boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, my ass. Who this nigga up on that nail? Oh, Stephen, you have nails for breakfast. What's the matter? Why you so honored? You miss me? Huh? Oh, yes, sir. I miss you like a like a hog miss fly, like a like a, a baby miss mammy titty. <laughs> Yourself, Stephen. Stephen, this here's Django. You two ought to hate each other. Calvin, just who the hell is this nigga you feel the need to entertain? Django and his friend in gray here, Dr. Schultz, are customers. And they are our guests, Stephen. And you, you old decrepit bastard, ought to show them every hospitality. You understand that? Yes, sir. Him, I understand, but I don't know why I got to take lip yeah, off this you nigga. You don't have to know why. Do you understand? Yes, sir. I, I understand. Oh, good. They're spinning night. Go up in the guest bedroom to get too ready. He's gonna stay in the big house? Stephen, he's a slaver. It's different. In the big house? Well, you got a problem with that? Oh, no, I ain't got no problem with it. If you ain't got no problem with burning the bed, the sheets, the pillowcases, everything else when this black-ass motherfucker's gone. Now, that gone. is my problem. They are mine to burn. Now, your problem right now is making a good impression. And I want you to start solving that problem right now and get them goddamn rooms ready. Yes, sir, Mr. Kennedy. Move your motherfucking switch.